Welcome to 24 Shades of Blue, Missing Persons Edition. I'm your host, Andy O'Brien. On August 14, 2006, Kevin Lim, Eva Ho, and her boyfriend, Jackie Lee, were last seen in Toronto, Ontario. Their friend, Philip Sitt, who was reported missing on September 25, 2005, was found dead five days prior to their disappearance. His remains were located 30 kilometers away from where he disappeared. The search for the missing teams is still ongoing. Sitting with me in the studio to discuss the case is Detective Shona Patterson of the Toronto Homicide and Missing Persons Unit. How are you, Shona? I'm good, Andy. How are you? Excellent. August 14, 2006 was a Monday. What were the, these teenagers doing um, the day prior to their disappearance? So Eva had plans to meet her very best friend at the Eaton Center, but she never showed up, which is completely unlike her. Normally, she would have some kind of contact. Uh, she was a very social young girl, loved Warcraft, um, always in contact with her friends, but she just didn't show up. And then it was the following day that she left her place, um, her home address, around 7.30 in the evening. And how would you describe Eva's uh, appearance or overall character? Eva was about 5'8", very slim build, and had long, dark hair. And Sean, I understand there was two other individuals, Jackie and Kevin, involved with the case. Could you elaborate a little bit further on uh, on those individuals? Eva and Jackie were romantically involved. They met at their high school at Harbor Collegiate, which I think is in like the Bloor and Dufferin area. So they've been dating for two years. They hung out all the time. And Kevin was actually Jackie's very best friend. So the three of them were pretty attached to the hip. And Shona, what is this, the theory behind the reason why Jackie and Kevin needed money before heading out? It's not a simple answer. There was information that Kevin, uh, who lived in Scarborough with um, very close to Jackie, he actually asked his grandmother for some money. And then he said that he was heading out to the store to buy a drink. It's unknown how much money that was actually provided to him at the time. Um, Jackie was known to have a little bit of money in his bank account. But the theory behind that could very well be tied to one of their friends that had gone missing the year prior. Five days before their disappearance, their friend, Philip Sitt, his body was located in York Region. Okay. And what was the, any information or, uh, surrounding uh, why he was murdered? Well, the murder has never been solved at this point in time. And uh, the actual, the way he died was, has never been re- released to the public. Um, it could have very well been that they knew something about his murder or were they worried about um, retribution? Were they worried about uh, fleeing from the same person that Philip might have had to flee from. It was nearly 11 months uh, to the date of their disappearance that Philip was actually uh, reported missing. Because speaking with a few uh, of my contacts, I had heard that it was an execution style murder, a point blank shooting uh, to almost, uh, you know, make a point. Can you speak to that? Well, I can't confirm those. And it would be a York region investigation. So I'm not privy to those details. However, um, in our investigation, we did believe that there could be some gang activity. So what you speak of and the way that he would have been murdered, um, you know, goes hand in hand with a gang um, activity potentially. So we do know that these individuals um, potentially are involved with gangs or that sort of activity. Possibly. I believe that they had some affiliates that were gang members. And can you elaborate on the, the connection between the two groups? 
just that the four of them were actually very close friends at the time of his disappearance. We're going to take a look at some pictures here of Philip's crime scene. Um, and if you could just touch on them for me, that would be great. So this just marks where um, Philip's body was located by police. Um, I'd say it's about 40, 50 kilometers north of the city. And it's in a township called King. Um, that's in the York region. And now we're going to play a Crime Stompers video. Do you want to walk us through a little bit in, in terms of what we're going to be viewing here? So it just goes into more detail about like who these kids were. Essentially, they're kids and there's three teens. They're 17 years old with not a lot of money, no vehicle, and they've just completely disappeared. Two of them were believed to have cell phones, but that hasn't been tracked. There's just been no footprints of life established for these three teens. I'm uh, Constable Scott Mills. I'm with the Toronto Crime Stoppers uh, program. And uh, we're over here at uh, Eve Ho's home in Toronto. And we've got a picture that this camera is focused on of, uh, of Eve. Um, and uh, we'll just put the, the camera onto Eve's dad. Uh, what's your message, uh, sir? This uh, Eva. If you see this, your, your daddy and mommy will be about you. Please call home and come back home. Peace. Okay, if you need any help, you know, call me and come back and let me know. Okay, we we help you, eh? We love you, okay? Come home, peace. To speak to the uh, Crime Stoppers video, there's actually two of them that have been released over the 16 years they've been dis uh, missing. And beyond that, there is also coverage by GTA's Most Wanted. There was an episode uh, dedicated to them. And... Shockingly, there's not been one tip that the Toronto police have received based on their based on any of this coverage. And Shona, do you feel that these individuals have left out of fear in maybe that they are connected to Philip who was murdered and they have fled and don't want to be found? Or do you feel that they potentially have been murdered and there's been foul play here? I don't want to rule out either suggestion that you've just given me. Um, but I do want to stress that they are not suspects in Philip's murder. And what can the public do here? to help bring closure to the investigation? Um, if they can reach out and share any information that they know about their whereabouts, um, whether that was 16 years ago and they were involved in their lives, and for whatever reason at the time they weren't uh, able to come forward to police at the time, um, we are willing to take those phone calls and meet with people and uh, and listen to people. This is the only way that you know, closure comes uh, to any of these investigations. That's why people stepping up and doing what's right. Someone out there knows what happened to these individuals. Someone out there knows what happened to Philip. Um, and it's important that the, that the public step up. There's families who are hurting out there. And there's also dangerous offenders who are on the loose right now today. And so we ask that you really come forward and step up. Thank you very much for joining us, John. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me.